Hey friends, welcome to Naked in Truth, the podcast that's designed to open up your mind, to help you break down walls and barriers in your life that you might not even know exist yet. But don't worry, every wall that we break down together on this podcast allows you the opportunity to level up and create your impact. With that being said, I think it's time for us to get honest, vulnerable, and naked in truth. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Naked in Truth podcast. It is me, Sari D, your host and creator. And if this is your first time here, welcome. You are in the right spot and you came for one of the juiciest episodes. If you've been following along with my Instagram, you know that I've been promising that this is going to be one of the best episodes that I've dropped, that it's going to be filled with all of the juice. And I truly hope that you brought your cup along for all this fucking tea because it's going to be a good one. Now, if you're not familiar with me, then you do not know that my day job is being an online personal trainer. My company is called Authentically Fit. And what's super exciting is the fact that this episode super correlates with me starting the company, how hard it was for me to actually start that company, where my mindset and confidence was at that time where it is now, and what we're actually looking at when it comes to the fitness industry. Is it somebody that is, you know, influential, that can motivate us in the right ways, that can inspire us to be our best selves from the inside out? Or is the fitness industry fake? Is it editing your pictures? Is it not being truthful with who you are and how your confidence is? Well, we're about to dive deep into this shit. So get your popcorn, get your drink, get ready for some good shit here, okay? So I want to kick this back way, way earlier because if you haven't gone and listened to the first episode of this podcast, it is called Addicted S 2006 you need to go check it out now because that's going to give you some insight into me, my background, and I'll give you guys a rough synopsis here just so that we can start kicking into this story. But I think that this is what really set my company apart, which gave me the idea to come up with this company, what I wanted the mission to be for my company, um, and just how I wanted to lead my own life is, is due to the fact that I went through so much fucking shit when I was younger, okay? Like, I went through some of the most embarrassing things that a person can go through. I, you know, but I overcame everything that I went through and, and that has pushed me to be the adult that I am now. Whereas I feel like a lot of the stuff that I went through, people my age are going through now and and they're trying to navigate and become the people that they want to be. Um, but they're stuck with these very fleshly, I guess, uh, traits about themselves where, where they become selfish, they become vain, they become insecure, they're jealous, they're, you know, all of those types of things. So <clears throat> what I want to remind you guys is that fitness is supposed to be there as an outlet for you to be able to channel your mental and physical health into something that is positive, okay? So I know that we've touched on this in the podcast with Matt way back when um, about fitness being a mental health outlet. I've seen many people on social media be like, if you need to go to the gym to let out your your release or or use it as a therapy, um, then you have some serious problems. And the thing is, is that there couldn't be a better place to release it, in my opinion, because you're actually doing something with the emotions that you have. But the thing is, is that fitness isn't just solely physical. And that's what I want us to really keep in the front of our mind is that this is about being able to regulate 
our emotions, being able to regulate discipline, being able to regulate consistency, being able to regulate values about ourselves. Because when we look after ourselves, that's meeting our values, right? Like, I don't think anybody truly has values where you don't want to look after yourself. It's just that your values start to become skewed. The, the, the more that you stay away from the reality of what's actually going on. But the shitty part is, is that people are painting such a fake reality for everybody that it's impossible to decipher the difference. And this will make a lot more sense once I start diving into it. So honestly, I think that going through eating disorders so young, like I was a child that was overweight. You know, I was bullied. I wanted to have boyfriends and I was looking for male attention. So then I wanted to lose that weight. I didn't know how to properly lose that weight because way back then, you know, fitness wasn't really a thing. It kind of was. I had a personal trainer for like three sessions, but I remember that, you know, he didn't make me feel good about my body. I was like insecure to go work out in front of him. Um, You know, he didn't really guide me with nutrition. It was very basic on paper plan where it was just like, here, do this instead of getting to know the client, really understanding them and creating the plan from there, which I think, you know, is, is what you need to do. And that's what I do with my clients. Um, but the thing is, is that fitness wasn't what it, what it is now. And so back then I leaned towards the eating disorders and like, guys, this is like early two thousands when it's being skinny was everything. Okay. Like I remember I was on Nexopia and if you remember me from my junior high days, um, I was like posting photos on my Nexopia page of like all these anorexic women and they were like bone, bone thin, like a pound away from dying, I'm sure. And it's it breaks my heart now because I genuinely thought that these women were beautiful and like I genuinely thought that they were like going and looking in the mirror and thinking that they were beautiful or at least I think that's what I was thinking because why else was I admiring or maybe I wasn't even thinking what these ladies were thinking in their head because what's so wild is like I if I would if I would see one of those photos now I'd be like damn that woman is insecure damn she is struggling like I I feel so bad I just want to be able to help her whereas like young me impressionable me was like I want to be her and it's like was I thinking that she had confidence I must have been right So it's just so funny because you don't really think about things like that, especially when you're feeling impressionable. Now, the thing is, is I grew out of that. So thank the sweet Lord, went through lots in my life that that got me to where I am now. But if I didn't go through those hard days and I didn't have those moments where I was so jealous, like guys, I used to be so jealous that it's like I wanted to be a leader, but then I'd get mad when somebody copied me. And I'm like, okay, like, do I want to lead or am I just being like ridiculous? You know, like just different stuff like that, that we get ourselves in that it's just like, okay, that's not really a reflection of me of, of who I am. Jealousy that broke up many of my relationships because I was so insecure. And it's like, you're doing this. You like this person. You're talking to this. Like that was me. And I just like, holy shit. I'm so grateful that I'm not that person anymore because like, Oh, that is a lot of weight that you are carrying on yourself. You're bringing it on. Then I was the chick that was envious. And it was like, look at her. Look at her life. Look at how much her parents give her. And like, I was such an asshole to my parents because it's like, what I had was never enough. And I never understood the point of a dollar and, you know, things like that, where it was just always, everything wasn't enough. You know, like I even look at, I felt like my parents didn't have enough friends. They didn't have enough family over. They didn't have enough events. They didn't have enough this. And like, 
it was all that it's not enough, not enough, not enough, not enough. And if I can be completely honest with you guys, that's the biggest fucking problem that society has is feeling like we're not enough. We don't have enough. And that's what makes us not feel grateful for what we're going through right now and what we currently have and what will always make us be chasing the next thing and not actually be happy. Okay. So like if you think that your life isn't enough, you are probably not fucking happy and you will never be happy because in my personal opinion, and if you feel like if you feel like you're not enough and that you don't have enough, but you are actually happy, then please come argue me because I don't think that that actually exists. Like, I don't think that that's possible to feel those two things at once, um, genuinely. Okay. So I think that the less, and we can stress about not being enough, the more happy that we're going to be. Now, the thing is though, okay. So, so I was so hard on my parents during that time. Um, but the truth is, guys, is that I was all these ugly qualities, okay? So, like, I was the jealous. I was the envious of other people. I, you know, and then I was so hard on myself, and I was not feeding myself appropriately. Like, there was one summer, I swear to God, I fucking lived off of Red Bulls, and that's, like, it. I would have, like, two Red Bulls a day and, like, maybe a banana. Like, what? Like, just absolutely so dangerous, and this was, like, the mindset that I needed or thought that I thought that I needed in order to make people like me, in order for me to be happy, was that I needed to be super skinny, I needed to be, you know, beautiful, quote-unquote, and that everything was going to be okay. But no matter how much money I spent, no matter how hard I dieted, no matter how hard I fucked up other relationships to try to make people to like me, I never created that happiness, and I never created a like a boat full of plentiful relationships. Like I've never had more relationships in my life than I do now, genuine relationships, because I don't treat my people like shit. Okay. Like not like I used to, I used to treat people like shit all the time. And so, um, it's allowed me to develop a really healthy relationship with the people around me because of the way that I view others and the way that I view myself and why this is so important to build this up is because it's all these insecurities that we have as people that we think that other people don't have um, that get us into really dangerous spots because we don't talk about it because nobody wants to admit that they're that they're not confident in themselves. Nobody wants to admit that they think that somebody else looks better. Nobody wants to admit that they think that somebody else has more money. You know, that's the thing. And so you just beat the shit out of yourself and your head about how everybody else's life is so much better than yours. And that's why I thought... <clears throat> Mark's podcast, the one prior to this, go listen to it if you haven't after you're done this one. Um, that's why I thought it was so important is because, you know, you look at people's lives on the outside and it looks perfect. And you're like, dude, this person is literally perfect. And you have no fucking idea what they're going through. Okay. Like that's the thing. And we're like living in these unrealistic spots in our head. But then if that pressure that we're building up on ourselves isn't enough, you throw in the internet. Now, guys, I had the internet back when I was in junior high. I had Nexopia, but it was not Instagram. There was not the social media platforms that there was today. The internet was not the main focal point of your day for us to be able to function, right? Like it was an extra accessory on the side that you did from time to time. Like it was Habo Hotel days, okay? Like I know you guys are probably feeling me on this. Um, <clears throat> but at the end of the day, the internet's evolved. There's tons of social media platforms out there. And I know how much pressure I had on social media at that time. I cannot imagine what these kids are going through now. And especially because everything has just gotten scaled that much more. There's that many more fancy brands out there for people to have to buy, you know, fancy clothes. Like, look at what the shit the chicks are doing with their makeup. Like, I'm sure these 
kids are probably contouring in like grade four at this point. Like, let's be honest, right? Getting lashes. Like I was asking for tattoos and got many piercings in junior high, you know, like, so if I was asking that young and you're seeing all these things, like I can't imagine the pressures. Okay. So we're seeing all this stuff on social media and and you're seeing these, either these people that are like younger than you doing better than you, or maybe they're the same age and they're doing like something that you couldn't even imagine doing in your life. And now you're also envious. Well, 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 not all of it's real. Okay. But the most important part is that this branches into fitness now. Okay. So the internet is there. I'm on the internet. I'm helping people out with their fitness online, but there's a lot of really bad, bad, bad things that are happening in the fitness industry that is quote unquote healthy. Okay. So when I first started going into the fitness industry, I was nervous. Okay. I thought that everybody was going to judge me. I came from being the fat kid. So like, how is anybody going to take me seriously when I was overweight myself is what I was thinking in my head. And I also too had been bullied so hard my life that it, it was hard to want to share anything and celebrate anything with anybody because I thought that they were going to make fun of me, tear me down. Um, and if they weren't going to say it to my face, they were for sure going to make fun of me behind my back. And so what I did when I was first starting to dabble, um, I was still working full time in sales and hospitality, but I wasn't on Instagram for a while and I was like, you know what? It's time for me to go back to Instagram. And what I did was I created a fitness Instagram account so that I could post all of my fitness related content. You know, like I said, I wasn't a trainer at this time. I was still working sales, um, but I wanted to, to get my toes wet and I saw different people showcasing their fitness journeys and I thought that it would be really fun. And if you're listening to this and you remember my Instagram with my blonde hair, then this means that you did not know me before that. And that was when you first started to get to know me. And I've created a lot of long-term relationships from that Instagram account. Anybody who knew me at that time is like, what Instagram account are you talking about? Your Instagram account with blonde hair. Hmm. Hmm. The reason why you have no idea what Instagram (laughs) Instagram account I'm talking about is because I would have blocked you. Okay. So what I did was I created a Instagram account so that I could showcase my fitness and I blocked every single motherfucker and their sister and their uncle and their dog to make sure that I was not going to be judged, that I was going to be able to start this journey without feeling like I had a lot of eyes coming on me and making me feel like I I was going to stop before I got started. So when you look at that, how confident was I at that time? Was that Sarah who she is now? Fuck no. Fuck no. Because I will post anything. And if anybody's going to judge me, I don't really care. I know where my heart is and I know where I stand. And that I know that my values align with my actions. And when your values align with your actions, nobody can fuck with you. Okay. That's when you're confident AF. But when your values don't align with your actions, that's when shit gets scary. So let's go back to that Instagram account. I was probably on that. Had to be over a year. I did well on it. And then I left. And then I was like, it's time to come back. And I came back as me. And 
if you want, you can go back. I think I still have it on there. I've been trying to clean up posts so that if people go back on my Instagram, um, it flows a lot better and I'm just kind of taking the junk out. Um, but you can go and see some of those old videos. It's at authentically.fit of where I started and, and just like the confidence of me talking on video compared to where I am now is like incomparable. But we all start somewhere. And if you choose to, you can grow your confidence to any point that you want, which is why I brought Brendan on, remember? And and he taught us about how to speak confidently. Um, If you haven't listened to that episode, again, go listen to that one after this, um, because speaking is so important and it is something that can completely change someone else's life. You simply speaking a few words into theirs. Like there's so many, there's so much power behind conversation because it can go in so many different directions, but especially the conversation that we speak to ourselves. Okay. Positive self-talk. If you talk shitty to yourself, let me tell you, you're going to believe it. You talk positively to yourself. It's going to change your entire life. Like it's, I can promise you guys that. And that's the scary part about the fitness industry right now is that the internet allows us to post our best. You know, a lot of people aren't going on there and talking about when they're stressed. A lot of people are definitely not showing their, their quote unquote bad sides, I guess. Um, But the thing is, is that we're all real. No matter who we are, there is at least one imperfection that we have on our body that is off the quote unquote normal. And I don't even like to use the word normal because what the fuck is normal? You know what I mean? And that's why we need to understand that there is no beauty standard. There is like, we need to stop putting body types as, as seasonal trends, you know, like this year it's that the big, the big booty is in. Well, fuck like, okay, maybe I fit into this, this year's trend, but back in two thousands, I was literally purging myself to try to fit into the, to the body type that was in, which was anorexically skinny at the time. So, you know, like that's why we need to stop putting these body types as if they are like seasonal trends as if we can just go pick them up at the store. Um, Like it's a new outfit. You know what I mean? But we're fucking with people's heads thinking, making them think that they need to be a certain body shape, type, form, whatever. And they're going to really serious extremes to get there. Now what's fucked is that the internet is there and it's showing people that look at how many women have these big ass booties. And like, Look at how tight their little waists are. They got a little tiny hourglass waist. And it's like, holy man, I look like a cow compared to these people, right? That's what we start thinking in our heads. It's like, how does that chick have that ass? It's like everybody else in this world has a great booty except for me. But that's Instagram. And that's not actually real life. And I'm so grateful for, there's an account. It's goob underscore U2, like the letter U, number two. Um, go check him out because he has been totally um, like showcasing a whole bunch of influencers and higher up accounts, flip, fitfluential as we would say, accounts that are photoshopping their photos. Now, guys, this is where this is where some passions about to come into it. And I just had so many things that I wanted to cover on this podcast that I hope it makes sense at the end of it because sometimes you just when you're passionate about something you feel like it's this massive ramble. But I am so grateful that he is going through people's accounts with red lines to pick out who's photoshopping their shit. Um, Because at the end of the day, guys, is it's people who we're really looking up to, people who we are seeing selling 
programs that are that are portrayed to you know grow a certain body type or shrink a certain body type or look just like them they are you know a lot of them too like he's calling out a lot of bodybuilders like he's calling out bodybuilders all the way up to like Kim Kardashian okay so you got a whole range of influential people who are showcasing their bodies as a point of selling okay now where this is like really fucking bothering me the Photoshop in and of itself is not okay with me. It's not. You want to filter your pictures? Fucking cool. You want to change the way that your body looks in a photo? Not fucking cool. And like, even so, I I saw, I listened to Team Elite Physique's um, podcast because I lots of people are talking about this right now. Um, I waited a little bit to talk about it just because I wanted to, I wanted to give you guys a full picture of what I mean by everything. And, you know, they had brought up that a lot of photographers edit their photos. And I want to argue that because I don't think a lot of photographers actually use Photoshop anymore. I think a lot of photographers are actually leaning towards the more raw side of things um, as opposed to that Photoshopping. And the, the thing is, is that these photos that are out there are regardless, are looking so realistic that we're being hard on ourselves thinking that these bodies look like this in real life when they don't. And what's breaking my heart on the bodybuilding side is that half these people are first place in their shows. 99% of these people are already on steroids or, or PEDs. And then they're still using Photoshop on their photos. Guys, like this is where the line has been crossed so severely, okay? So using PEDs and steroids is one thing. But you have to admit that when you're using PEDs and steroids is because you're no longer happy with the physique that you have. You are ready to take it to the next level, which is no longer like human because of the fact that you need to have something that's going to help you, okay? Leave it at that. You're not happy with where your body's at. Let's take it to the next step. You win your show. Wicked. Amazing. You put in all that work. You deserve it. You are now an influence to so many other people looking up to you because there's only one person who can take home that first place spot. And that was you. And now you go to go post your photos and you edit those photos. You edit your body to cinch your waist, to make your booty look bigger, to pull out your quad, make those biceps look bigger, whatever it is. And you're posting it for everybody to see. Because your real body wasn't good enough, your body on steroids still wasn't good enough, taking that first fucking place wasn't good enough. Like, do you see where I'm going with the not enough, where I started this podcast? Everything is not enough. And it's gotten to a point where it's so fucking unhealthy that it's like, we have to take things, we have to edit our photos. Like, literally, there's people not even living in reality that are simply thinking that their bodies aren't good enough every single day. And there are top leaders in the fitness industry. Like, I just want that to sink in. This is our leaders in the fitness industry. What did I say fitness industry was? The fitness industry is there to inspire you and motivate you to lead your best life, your healthiest life from the inside out. That means having strong confidence. That means supporting the ones around you. That means being able to fucking handle your own shit. Because if you're not confident, 
you're not handling your shit properly. You're you're doing something that is going to end up in turn being unhealthy in some sort of way, okay? So whether that means that your your perspective is unhealthy, whether it means that you're taking unhealthy approaches with your nutrition, your fitness, the supplements that you're taking, um, you know, everything just starts to get to an extreme. And now you are so extremely out of reality. I actually don't know how a person comes back to that. Like that's going to take some serious fucking work in therapy. And that's what we need to pray for, for these people that are being revealed is that they recognize that this isn't okay what they're doing, that the amount of people that are dying in the bodybuilding industry is not okay. That, you know, the fact that we are so insecure with being potentially flawed that we're willing to go and do what we are and say it's real life is really fucked up to me. And that's why I firmly believe that so many people are going to jump on metaverse because they are so unhappy with their lives. They are so feeling like everything's not enough and they don't want to put in the fucking work. So you want to go, you want to go jump online and create this life, create this body and be this person who you can just be in the press of a button. But the funny part is you're still going to be you up here. Even when you're in metaverse, even when you've photoshopped your fucking shit, whether you take peds and steroids, and this is nothing against anybody on peds and steroids, but what worries me is how far we're taking it, guys. And you guys know I'm here to back anybody and everybody as long as we're not hurting each other. That is the only thing that I care about because at the end of the day, I have lots of friends that are on peds and steroids You guys know that I love you from the bottom of my fucking heart, but you know what I am preaching right now. You know that this is not okay. And I do not want any of you guys falling into that victim mindset thinking that you are not good enough because it better be just that you are ready to take your your training, your your bodybuilding to the next level, what, even, even as an athlete, even though I know you shouldn't be doping as an athlete, but you know, people do it. But the thing is guys, is that it's gotta be because you're just ready to take it to the next level. Not because you're insecure with your body and what you are isn't good enough now because you will never be good enough. You will never get to that part. But as a coach, I now have my lifestyle clients that are on Instagram that are scrolling and feeling like shit and feeling like they are never going to be enough. Looking at these bodies on fucking peds and steroids thinking that they're real. And then they're seeing these edited photos and they're, they're fucking thinking that that's real. And then you have chicks on Instagram that are literally being like, yeah, well, you know, I really think it's the consumer's fault. They really need to be aware of what they're looking at. I am so fucking sorry. This is not the consumer's fucking problem to be able to know the difference between a photoshopped photo and a not photoshopped photo. If you are so on your high horse that you literally think that some average person going in looking on the internet should know the difference. Like, have you ever seen any of those fucking pictures and it's like a massive dog and you're like, dude, I know that I should know that that's photoshopped, but is that photoshopped? We all have those moments, let alone with a little tweak at the waist tap those shoulders just a little bit more like people should not need to fucking fine tooth comb these these photos and and be drawing red lines to hire a coach to know if they're the right coach like this is fucked up that people are doing this shit and thinking that it's okay but where it is even more fucked up is the fact that we'll know that this is going on and we still admire those people we still beat ourselves up we still think that it's real you know what i mean and this is where We are stuck in this vicious fucking cycle 
And in my opinion, the only way that things are going to change in the bodybuilding industry is to bring it back to our roots, okay? So the thing is, is that The thing is, sorry guys, I need to calm myself down there because I I know I got to another level, but it's just, it's so enraging as a coach seeing people be so hard on themselves day in and day out, literally depressed, anxious, not going to events because they don't feel like they're good enough, hiding themselves in draped shirts at the beach. Like the list just goes on and on. Not having sex with their partner. Let's talk about that. When was the last time you had sex with the lights on? Okay. But the thing is, guys, is that half these bodies that we're comparing ourselves to and not even half, fucking 95% of them are not even real. They're the best lighting. They're, you know, they're sharpening the photo. They're using filters. They're editing. You know what I mean? Or they are um, also enhanced in regards to the supplements that they're taking, that they're on PEDs, they're on steroids. And all I want is I want for us to be okay with natural, you know, like we're always so extreme with everything. It's just like, it's like you either got to be super overweight and it's got to be like body positive movement, or you got to be fucking rail thin and super shredded. And that's the only way that you can fit in. And it's like, where the fuck is the middle? Who wants to meet me in the middle? authentically fit is here in the middle. So if you want to come meet me, live a good life, support the people around you, genuinely be a leader and allow people to 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 want to copy the things that you do because you're a healthy person, not because you're insecure and, and you're trying to get people to copy shit that's not even fucking real. Come meet me in the middle. Okay. And just know that if you're on either side of the spectrum, if you've edited your photos before, I love you. There's, there's room for change. There's no shame on this. The only shame is if you continue to live your life like this and you don't get help because you seriously need help. And I don't mean that in a me pointing my fingers at you. This is a friend saying, I fucking love you and we need to change this because people's mental health matters. What we're building and portraying on the internet right now super matters. Think of your children. So many of my friends have children right now. And I want you guys to think of your babies. What are they going to be seeing? What do you want them to be? How do you want them to speak to themselves when they look at themselves in the mirror? How do you want them to look at other people when other people are doing well in their life? Do you want your child to be jealous? No. Do you want your child to be envious? No. Do you want your child to go to extremes because they hate who they fucking are? No. So why are you doing it? Right? And so... The more that we can call this out, the more that we can post raw footage of ourselves and you can go through my page, my acne is showing, my stretch marks are showing, I've jumped up and down with my butt cheeks. I don't give a shit because you would see it on the beach if I was running into the water with my husband, you know, and that's where I'm not afraid to go and do it because if my body jiggles, it doesn't fucking matter because yours does too. Okay. So I want us to really understand how fake this fitfluential world is. I want us to stop being attracted to this this pretty, this, this physically pretty shit, okay? 
That's not the shit that matters. That's not the shit that makes you happy. That's not the shit that makes you confident. It's not the shit that makes you feel fulfilled when you lay your head on a pillow at night. Okay? This was a deep podcast. This was a long one for me ranting on my own. So damn, if you made it to the end of this, fucking love you. Okay? Fucking love you. But we can get through this together, but it needs to be a movement. A whole entire movement of people, okay? This cannot just be Sari preaching in the middle from her own. So come join me in the middle. Let's start creating a world that we're proud of, that makes us feel uplifted. A world where we don't feel like we need to mute half the pages that we're following on Instagram. Am I right? Okay. I've dropped some fire here for you guys today. And I want you to just take one point from this podcast and take it with you. Don't feel like you need to take the whole thing. But if you've done this, forgive yourself and get some help to be the leader that you know that you are deep down inside. Assess. Assess the people that you're looking up to. Assess how they really make you feel. Assess how they're guiding you. Um, You know, and as a coach, I have never, ever, ever, nor will I ever, ever, ever promise that you will ever look like me. I will never promise my butt. I will never promise my back, my shoulders, all those great spots that I have. But I have weak spots too, right? And that's the thing is that we're all built differently. We are all going to shape differently. With the exact same plan and and with the exact same exercise and nutrition plan, we would all shape differently. It's the way we were built. That's the beautiful part. And if we stop fighting our differences and genuinely just be thankful that we are authentic and that we are different and that's what actually brings some fucking flavor flavor into this world, it'll be a lot sweeter spot, okay? Um, But I really want to know how this podcast hits you. Please message me, send me an email. Um, it's all in the show notes, or you can find me at in, on Instagram at authentically.fit. And if this really spoke to you and you're like, damn, I want this woman as my coach and to support me, mm, you can also find the application for one-on-one online personal training um, on the Authentically Fit app together. But all I care about, guys, is that we keep raising up our kids the way we want to see them, that we keep working on ourselves the best that we can to really create happiness and to be freaking healthy. Um, and that's just not the direction that we're currently going. So let's keep this realness and rawness and realistic mindset flowing. Um, and just, I'm always here to support you guys. Okay. So hope you're feeling good. I feel like I let like a lot off my chest here. So thanks for letting me rant to y'all. And you know that I will catch you next fucking month. And that's another honest episode dropped. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Naked and Truth, where we come together every Monday morning to set the week off with intention. Don't forget to head over to our Instagram page at Naked and Truth Podcast to stay up to date on future episodes, guest speakers, and other kick-ass info that can help you continue to create your impact. And you know that reviews are so valuable when it comes to building a community of like-minded people. So if you enjoyed this podcast, Please, please, please drop some love on Apple Podcast Reviews and share this episode with someone who you think needs it. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in to today's episode. I'll catch you next Monday. And don't forget, love always wins.